You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week, huge week. The world feels different. It's a different place. Uh, you know, some things have changed that have, you know, that will echo through eternity. Uh, I'm not going to get into it right now because obviously I've got to introduce uh, darling friend, the throbber in your ear, the one and only Edward Simpson. How are you? Good, mate. Very well. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. You good? Yeah, I'm okay. What's that? What? What's what? That music. Oh, oh shit. I didn't even realize Paul Kelly's Bradman's playing. I don't know how that happened. You are a fucking dribbler. Is this because of your, the weekend? The what? The weekend. Sorry, I better just turn this off. That was Paul Kelly's song about... Uh, that was cheap. Don Bradman. It's cheap. Well, it's not a cheap song. Cheap. Yeah, it's, but it's a cheap gag. What do you mean a cheap gag? It's a cheap gag. I just think it's, you know, it's important that we acknowledge You're not Bradman. Don. No, definitely not. No. Because if that's what you're going for, that's sacrilegious. No, you know? no, no. I'm not Bradman. No. How could I be? How could I be? Sorry, I'm just trying to turn this thing down here. Sorry, punters, dribblers. That was uh, a weird start, unfortunately. Uh... Not unfortunately, it's a hell of a track. Thick Ropes County 11 did get their first win yesterday, Edward. Yeah, long time Sunday. coming. Long time coming. We are How now many f- games? Uh, 15. That's our 16th game. Okay. So we're 14-1-1 one, and one with one draw. Yes, I forget about the draw. Yes. Well, you, sometimes you got to draw before you win. Yeah, that's what they, that's say. What they say. That's what they say in cricket. Yeah. Draw before draw you win. Draw before you can win. Mm. Um, now, look, it's all about the team, right, in a win. It's all about the team. Well, in cricket, yeah. In cricket, because it's a team effort. And the Thick Ropes got it done mm. yesterday against... Oh God, I can't even remember what they're called. The Fellowship of the Swing. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's not surprising that no. that's who you got your first no, win no, off. No, no, I know. Because they sound like a bunch of dribblers. Yeah, they. and you know what? They were dribblers. Uh, we got into a bit... It was like a good, good amount of lip... You know, there were I think you need shit. lip in professionals or semi-professional sport. I appreciate you saying professional there. Um, there so there was an, a lot of lip in there, but look, the thick ropes really just came. Our opening spell of bowling, we restricted them to 25 runs off the first eight overs. You know what I mean? So, like, at that point, they were already fucked. Tidy bowling. Really tidy bowling. From Who Luke, was that? Luke, Luke Bracey, friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. Nudes pending. Um, and then well, part, Friend of the dribbler. Friend, friend of the punter and the dribbler. Fair, you know, huge, uh, sort of beloved by the punter and the dribbler yeah, is Luke yeah, Bracey. Yeah, yeah. And then Party Artie does us, obviously, the, the Greek freak himself. So that was some really tidy bowling. Look, we got a bit looser in the, uh, the back 10 overs, and they ended up getting about 118 runs. Mm. Is that... Well, it's, obviously, it's been chased. But it's been chased. Is that a daunting task? Yes. Well, because we failed to chase less before. That's what I mean. Yeah. So we failed to chase like 116, 111, you know, 90, maybe a 90 in there. Was there something different in the air, though? Did you feel... There was. There was... Look, I don't know if it was the opposition's record that maybe made us feel a little bit more confident. Have they never won a game? No, they have won games, but like... Not many. Not many, but still, we'd won none. So it's like, at this stage... Anything's a big task for us. Yes. So there was something in the air. I couldn't put my finger on it. You know, like that. We were all sort of. We all just felt it after the after the first ten overs. Or did no, you rock in, up as feeling? Is in, in rocking up feeling it. Like mm. everyone sort of separately said that they'd had quiet moments to themselves that day, and it was like just couldn't see any other outcome. Then obviously, so we we, we rolled them for 118. Oh, well, didn't roll them. They actually just batted 20 overs. We only got three wickets, of which I did take one. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then it was us. It was our job to chase Rolled it down. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I opened the batting, obviously, because... Do you I, always open? No, but recently it seems like the smartest decision for the team 
for me to open. And I don't say that in an arrogant way. I just say it based on facts. Okay. Now, did I carry my bat in the innings and hit the winning runs for us? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. Do we? Do I average 188 this season? What was, yes, the, la- what was the last shot? Hit him uh, four. Four. Hit him for four. What just a pull shot. Just what a pull shot. Uh, well, so it was third. It was basically me and Henry put on a really good opening partnership. Punished dribblers, go with me on this because it is the first win in 16 games. And for the punters of the dribblers who've been following along at home, I think we all deep down knew that it was going to be very extravagant, very <laughs> indulgent stuff when they first got their first win. We all knew it. It was gonna, and here we are. Here we are, and here we are. Here. So we've got to, we've just got to sit through it and <laughs> try and, and enjoy it, though. Give him, mo- give him his moment, his son, but also try and enjoy it I'm because otherwise, to take you there. because look, I want you to listen to the rest of the podcast. That's so it. try and enjoy. We it. need you to get through this. Yeah, yeah. Started off with a really strong opening partnership, set the foundation well, me and Henry. Then we started to have a couple. We, we had a bit of a middle middle order collapse. Friend of the show, Luke Bracy, particularly wasteful with the ball. I think facing twelve and scoring five. So really just burned a couple overs for us. But he bowled really well, so, you know, he's a contributor. Then Seb comes in, the little meatball with legs. Yeah. The Greek, another Greek freak. And he sort of provided like a Bevan role. He basically came in and it was like, we needed maybe 40 or 50 off 50. He's, Tough. Sebo's hit about 28 off 13, just like flying at the ball, launching himself at everything. Really unorthodox shots. <laughs> Committing. Committing to everything. Running twos as well. Seb's not quick across the ground, or at least I didn't think he was. But he can if But he can be if there's twos on offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. there's twos on offer, Sebo yeah. moves incredibly quickly. Yeah. So he got down to 30. We needed 30 off 30. Then it was like 20 off 30. Then they started bowling a bit loose, and it was no- we needed nine off 18. And we were like, all right, I think we got this here. We got this. How many wickets in the shed? Seven, mate. We only we oh, seven. That's not true. We lost three, I think. But we the, at the end of the day, wickets in the shed didn't matter because it was balls. Mm. We were just running out of balls. But I hit the winning. I run. just mean you you had the that's why the Seb freedom to swing. Yeah, that's why Seb came out and swung his little heart out. Yeah. I obviously, being the anchor of the whole innings, felt that I needed to be there if I could. How many did you get? Well, with the winning runs, punters, dribblers, Edward, listeners. I brought up my 50. So I won it. I retired on 50, you know, hit a four. It was bedlam. And honestly, there was we were playing in the afternoon. So it was like there was no one there except for like a couple other games going on. Yeah. The carry on. Oh, is there usually people watching? Well, no, but there's usually a lot of people around waiting for the next games or, you know, people there knocking in their bats, real dribbler scenes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. I never thought to imagine... The collection of, of, out, dri- out of dribblers, dribblers getting around. Things, mate, yeah. It's huge. <laughs> but so as we've as I've hit the winning run, Sebo's running down the pitch with his bat in the air, screaming. The boys run on the field, and we just all like fall in a heap of far too old human beings to be behaving like this. And the there wouldn't be any of you under thirty, would there? I don't think so. No, it's all thirty plus. It's all thirty plus, and. The opposition were like, "What the fuck is it? What, what is what's so?" Ex- Did it come across as? Well, I had to. At one point, I got up and was like, "Sorry, this is our first ever win," and they were like, "Oh," but I think that may have rubbed more salt into the wound for them. Yeah, but at least you weren't just being cunts. No, we're, we're certainly not cunts. We're not out there like the thing is when we talk shit, we never actually talk shit to the opposition. We just talk about how much we love the club and how much we're just doing it for each other. It's all like very sort of pro pro club rhetoric. Yeah, yeah, which is fine, which is great. Yeah. 
And I think that rattled the opposition a little bit. But they had that. Look, they just weren't that good. Let's be honest. You yeah, got to be in victory and defeat, but I look, mean, uh, yeah, you got to take wins. You got to so, take wins. Take them where you can, mate. So, so where's that? Div five, six? Div, I think it's div five. I think it's div five. We're middle of the table now. We're looking at finals. That's sort of the next thing on the agenda. <laughs> middle of the table. <laughs> How's that possible? I don't know. I don't know entirely. Does it make sense? No, nah, I think it's mainly because of the number of teams in the competition. So you can. Become, so there's four. Well, no, but you and can you've become, won a game and draw. You can one. quite easily be middle of the table. I don't think that's. <laughs> That's not too difficult. And we split points one week. So, look. Okay. Very exciting times. Yeah. Now, there is a... Are we looking at merch to commemorate the day? Yes. Have we looked at $80 commemorative hats with uh, rope by rope written on the back and the emblem on the front and the date? Yes. $80 a hat? Sure. But is it worth it? Now, are we also looking at $200 rings? <laughs> Diamante studded. Very tasteful. Oh, my God. Unbelievable! Well, congratulations. Yeah, thanks, guys. What do you reckon you go with the rings? So I think rings is so, is nicer, but I'll take a hat. I think I think though, and look, just I think though, you only get a ring if you win the comp, the division. We're gonna have an awards night for the win. Sixth <laughs> of March. Maybe open a punters and dribblers. We'll let you know. If it goes ahead, come on, cheer. We might sell a table to the punters and dribblers. They'd buy it. Of course they would. Who wouldn't want to come to a black tie gala event? Especially if they know Luke Bracey's going. Luke Bracey will be there while he's a member of the team. Edward Simpson will be the MC. Starting to sound pretty good. Starting to sound real nice. Starting to sound like the bidding could be extravagant. Huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Get your, get are, your am I, are we ruling out 200 bucks a seat, Tom? No, I'm not ruling that out. A honeydew melon on each table. Not ruling it out. Media wall. Not ruling it out. It'd be a lot of fun for a Musical guest. Musical guest. Jessica Mowboy maybe to do the national anthem. <laughs> Look, now, now now, you're looking at 500. Now now it's just bumped up to five. And so did you party with the boys? Shall you head down? Surely. <sighs> no. If you're carrying on get, about getting Diamante rings. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. And that's probably the saddest part of the day is because obviously now I'm a, a father. And happily a father. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's a Sunday night. Dripping in happiness. Dripping in happiness. They all absolutely bended. And I'm pretty sure... I heard 5am thrown around. Yeah, 5am. They went to our mate's brewery and had a lock-in. And just bended till five in the morning. I was getting videos. I was waking up to videos of them with their shirts off. Oh, that's so sad for you, bro. I know, I know. But happy for you. I'm happy for them. And also I'm happy for me and my situation, and everything I've got going on at home, because that's fantastic. Yeah. But 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 if you're asking me, like, would I have enjoyed, say, maybe just... A couple of beers with you, mate, to celebrate a great win. Yeah, like, if I could just go and pause time for a night and go, nothing else matters... Mm. And go and bend with my friends. The ability to pause time for a night, underrated. I'd abuse that. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. abuse that. Not talked about enough. No, it's not. Someone should be looking into that. Well, they're looking at everything else, Eddie. That's the two, the two things they need to be looking into how to pause time and how to guarantee that if I put a t shirt in the dryer, it doesn't shrink forever. Mate, so we were reading just before we came on air that a daredevil who was also a flat earther tried to prove the earth was flat by building his own rocket rocket he's passed he has since passed vale now had he been putting his time into worthy pursuits like the pausing of time <laughs> then you might have been able to bend with your mate correct i would also be equally as happy though <laughs> if he put his time into cloth not shrinking in a dryer because I think with the fashion industry, the, as big as it is, look the fact that I can't dry my shit. Well, just having it immune to to shrinking, to shrinking, immune to shrinking. I needed to be immune to shrinking. That's all. Immune to shrink. Yeah, shirts. 
and clothing. Because it's not just like it's now ruined. You'd and make a, you'd be a billionaire. Yeah, unless my torso now shrinks, I can never. Which wear is unlikely. It's un- well, yeah, it is unlikely. Highly. I'm not going to say impossible. impossible. Yeah, Certainly I mean, unlikely. Yeah, someone ded- <laughs> dedicates time to that as well. Marilyn, I think Marilyn Manson's shrunk. Well, his did shrink. <laughs> a couple of ribs in length, I believe. That may have been for some auto fellatio purposes. Um, uh, okay. I didn't, <laughs> anyway. I didn't think we'd get here. No. Off the back of your well, win. Well, you know, the, it takes you in weird places. How was your weekend, mate? It was good, mate. Had a wedding. Look, P's and D's, no auto fellatio for me no? over the weekend. No, I had a wedding, so I had things to do. Couldn't get ribs removed. Uh, friend of the show, James Burrows, and his lovely wife now, Sophie Brenninghausen. Also, I don't know if she's a friend of the show, but she should be. Well, she might listen. We don't know. Look, I think she's listened, right? Who hasn't? Who hasn't? Uh, so that was great. Got down to the uh, Royal Sydney Golf Club in the afternoon, Friday afternoon. Friday afternoon for weddings, bro. Well, we've spoken about this before. We have, but I need to reiterate. It is the stuff of legend, mate. Yeah. Take the day off work because yep. you need to. Yeah, oh, sorry, I got a wedding. Got a wedding. Started down at Balmoral, had a swim, read the paper with a the mate. Then I'm over at the pub. At, we're there at 12.30. Of course you are. Josh, friend of the show. Friends. Hugh Allen, friend of the show. And yeah. we're getting into it. Hugh Allen, where's our Rosine Rosé, you fuck? Yeah, yeah. Seriously, bro. We're it's not gonna becoming ask a again. joke. We're not going to ask again. But we will if your name comes up. <laughs> and we haven't received <laughs> it, <laughs> we which haven't. we haven't. We still haven't received it. And we just got into a, a great afternoon of work, Tom. Yeah. And it just and the sun's shining and the birds are chirping. Yeah, you know, basically you're giving someone a three-day weekend if you have your wedding on a Friday. Exactly. And I say, like, weddings generally, like the ceremony... Can be boring if there's priests involved. 90% of them are. No priest. Short and sharp. I'm a oh, bit tiddly. You then you go upstairs for drinks. It's great. Yeah, it's I fantastic. wonder where the buzz maybe took a little cue from us when planning. Oh, I'm not ruling thing. that out. I wouldn't Look, rule he didn't out. mention it. And it's and he's well within his rights on not his own wedding day it. not to mention it. <laughs> not to, okay? I mean, in the fullness of time, I'd like an yeah, admission. Exactly. For him to some point just come up and be like, look, thanks for the tips. But I'm not pulling him up on his wedding day. Of course day. not. No, no, no. You're not that kind of guy. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. Thank you. But has he borrowed the Friday wedding and the no priest for the ceremony from yeah, us? And yes. the Saturday bounce out, which allows you to feel bounced on less bounced on a Sunday. Oh, well, less bounced oh, on Monday. Sorry, less bounced Monday. Yes, I think they all think all that's yeah. borrowed. Yeah, yeah. But he's put on a fantastic do. Uh, the wedding was great. Had a ball. Goes too quickly. Those things. They I do. Before you blink, it's over. Yeah. Right? But then you got the recovery because it's a Saturday, and you can get you can get into your work. Yeah. So and you did. Yeah, bounced, mate. Yeah. I was a mess yesterday, an absolute mess. <laughs> did, did you do any anything particular? Did Didn't you do anything. Employ any of the methods that are tried and tested to bounce yourself back? Uh, yeah. Got up late. Oh well, that's nice. Um, got a sizzling Mongolian lamb <laughs> with a rice delivered from. Um, uh, the Chinese restaurant up the road. Now, I will say this about the ordering of sizzling Mongolian lamb. Yeah. <laughs> when you go out to a Chinese restaurant, you have more than one dish, generally. Yes. You have a number yeah, of yeah, dishes you kind of like and you and, share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a large Mongolian sizzling <laughs> lamb to yourself can be overwhelming. It can overwhelm you. I can imagine. Can. A whole sizzling <laughs> lamb from Mongolia sounds... <laughs> Sounds absolutely absurd on a Sunday. You say, what do I do with all this? <laughs> and a 
it was. <laughs> and it was. And then you sort of halfway through this lamb thinking, geez, I'd love some variety. Like, I had about all the lamb I can... Look, and I, I made the, the critical mistake of having my three spring rolls, which may have been able to break up the meal... First, right. So had I layered them throughout the dish, then you may have been able to sort of. I may be saved. Yeah, exactly. But you went too hard on the springies <laughs> immediately. Yeah, not your fault, but in but it is your fault. It's just a it's just a, a warning to the yeah. to the p's and d's. Tip, tip for young players. It's a tip for young players. It can be overwhelming getting one dish. I mean, we've all made the same mistake before as well. If you get the honey chicken, that's just honey chicken. Yeah. Well, then you just like you feel like you might have diabetes at the end of the meal. <laughs> Which I wouldn't have expected having a Chinese feed to have contracted diabetes. That's right. So I think it's more about ordering a little smaller than you think and mm. getting... You need variety. You need like variety. an ultimate Zinger Burger from KFC provides variety. What's in that pack? Can you just can you give us the, the rundown Well, there? if you get an ultimate burger meal, a yeah. Zinger box, yeah. you're getting the Zinger Burger. Yeah. Then you're getting a potato and gravy, a PNG. Of course. Then you're getting a chips, a regular or large, depending the how P's bounced you are. P's and love a PNG. <laughs> Mate, PNG was made for P's and D's. Yeah. That's no a doubt. fact. Yeah. It's the it's the official condiment of the P the P and D is a P and G, and you get three wicked wings, and a, a soft drink of your choice. If yeah. you're soft, you get a water, but if you're made of the right stuff, you get yourself. You get like a you know a Mountain Dew or solo a, or a solo or my personal favorite a Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max. Yeah. is that a diet? Sugarless. I don't know why I like it. I do. Yeah. Don't don't hold it against. Well, me. don't don't knock people. I don't. Water. But I don't like Pepsi. I like Coke over over uh, Coke Zero. I don't like Coke Zero. I like Coke, but yeah. I don't like the taste of Pepsi. So you need a Pepsi Max. Yes. Are you with me? I'm, I don't agree, but I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Look, you don't have to be with no, me. No, that's it. I don't have to be with I ordered a whole <laughs> Mongolian lamb on the weekend. I mean, you're not always going to be with me, brother. <laughs> Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. You, what, did you watch it? No. You couldn't. I couldn't did watch it. Did you take it. your laptop down? I had my phone and I was going to start streaming it in the field, but then realized that that... Oh, you were... What time did you finish, the game finish? It started at four. The fight started at four, game started at four. Oh, no. 3.45. It was an oh absolute... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a bad stuff. I've spent the last sort of 24 hours consuming all the content in the world. I'm just waiting. I haven't... You're up to, to, you're up to speed. I'm completely up to speed. It was one of those ones where... So if you're living under a rock, metaphorical or otherwise, must stress that. If you weren't on the couch yesterday bounced out watching the fight then you got something wrong with you yeah that's my opinion yep that's my opinion I think that's fair because even the people you're allowed to go to the pub I'm just saying if you weren't watching it you were bounced you're an, you're an, yeah, idiot. You're an idiot because even the people I know that don't even really get up for fights who doesn't get up for fights well there are some like people. this no that's what I'm saying though this, saying, is, this is bigger than Ben Hur yeah I'm saying that when I know people that don't get up for fights like they probably didn't watch the first Fury Wilder one but then now it's got all this shit like even they bought the fights I'm talking to you Jake McLennan um, he was like oh I'm buying you know I've had mates go like oh I'm buying the fight at my house I'm like this is getting into even the novice uh, fight fans sort of like Conor, like Conor McGregor fights yes um, I thought Deontay Wilder was going to win it because there was all this talk around Fury being overweight. He, there was, you know, some shit happening in his camp. All Deontay had to do was land one big punch yeah. and he'd fold him. But he said a couple of times, like, he came out explaining his increase in weight. Yeah, like, I know, but he changed, he changed trainers. Like, he'd been fighting. But he changed trainers before 
the like when he when they signed the camp, he was like, "I need to make changes. I need to knock him out." Yes, hundred percent. That's just what I read. No, right? no, no. But so the so fight I was he, always like, he he did this on purpose. Yes, the the fight people were comparing it to like Ruiz a bit. I think yeah, which was not like I mean Ruiz is just a big. Fat he was just, he just he won something. You know, won a heavyweight title and lost the plot. That's yeah. what happened with him. Yeah, he just went and ate everything. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I was also just like the 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 sort of experts that I was listening to who were talking in that way, and so I was a bit like, oh, okay. Uh, couldn't be more wrong. Fury uh, dismantled dismantled him. him, knocked him down. He'd only been knocked down once in his entire career, Wilder, and he knocked him down twice. Fury in this fucking fight. The moment he ruptured his eardrum, if that's what he did, certainly looked that way because yeah. they were pulling. They were literally. Gallons of blood coming out of his earlobe. Oh, he's... Is ear, that an earlobe? Ear, no, that's ear. your earlobe. Earlobe's here. Yeah, yeah. Earlobe uh, is the ear, ear, can, ear canal. Yes. Ear canal. Yes. Eardrum. Yeah. His ear. Clearly, and with how unbalanced he looked... Because that fucks your equilibrium. It fucked his equilibrium. He was a mess, bro. Yeah. He could barely speak through... Uh, stand, stand through the spot. Fight. Yeah. Really odd. Um, and that was the only thing that made sense. Like, he didn't know where the fuck he was. He fell over a couple of times. It weren't scored as knockdowns. knockdowns. But, like, he was not well. So then... Oh, Jesus, that's just crazy that that can happen. Like, your, the, your equilibrium like that. You know I know. I mean? The and sense of... Like, well, oft forgotten, punters and dribblers, that the sense of balance is actually a sense. But not considered? Never, no, like no, 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 no. But it's never, it's never brought up. No, that's what the I mean. The punters and dribblers have been lied to. There, there are more senses. Sense, more than five senses yeah. or six... Sense yeah. of temperature? Well, that's feeling. No, like internal temperature. Well, you can feel the inside where the... Like, heart. I'm hot. That's not that's not a feeling though, isn't it? How that's do you? A, that's feeling because you're no, that's feeling not touch. It. Yeah, but well, but touch is feel, isn't it? I don't know. I'd say that balance is is the well, off well, balance. Balance, oh, balance yeah. certainly is the sixth sense that I think everyone's been ignoring. <laughs> and Deontay's failed him yesterday, yeah. and he got pumped. Got pumped. He got so pumped that for people out there that think, oh, that was an early call. You didn't watch the fight. No, dude, they got, they he got the, they I know. the towel. But people, but people having not knowing, having not oh, known yeah. that the towel was thrown in, I'm like, you should have called it anyway. He yeah. was getting absolutely pumped. Yeah. And those boys are so big and so thick and six, so seven, strong. Six, nine. He can kill. Yes. They can absolutely Imagine someone kill. dying in the, one of the biggest fights in the last 20 years. Put a real dampener on it, I can tell you that much. So pull your heads in. Yeah. But that's dribblers for you, though. And yeah. that's why you. I'm to, just. You just sometimes you need to tell the dribblers when they're wrong. Yeah. Sometimes you need to just give a dribbler a clip yeah, around. They need the to be ears. measured. Yeah. Yeah. Dribblers Some, need clipping. <laughs> you like, know what? You've always got to clip a dribbler around the ears. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. All the time. Because they can get really unruly <laughs> and unmeasured and like and really wild in their theories yeah, yeah, and their yeah. answers. And if if they're let to roam and if they snowball, yeah, yeah, then you then know. you've got then you've got that dribbler who just died. Trying to check out how yeah, flat, if the yeah, earth yeah. was flat if or not. If that's a dribbler gone rogue. That's a dribbler gone rogue. The guy flying a rocket to try and see if the earth is flat. To prove his fucking dribbler theory is correct. <laughs> he needed a good clipping. He needed a good clipping. And had we known that he had gone this far down the track in trying to prove flat earth, we would have clipped him long ago. <laughs> so if you've got a dribbler, mate, give him a clip. Because... Look, you might save their life. Before you might save their life. Before you know it, they're trying to build like a ladder to the moon. We need to be careful. Um, but it was a hell of a fight. Fury now, uh, the lineal heavyweight champion. So he's got he ha- holds all the titles, essentially. Even though Joshua holds them, 
uh, when Fury got them all when he beat Vladimir. Yes. And never lost, just sort of bugged out and yes. had to take... They were, they were stripped. He was yep. stripped. Yeah. But I don't know what's going to happen here with boxing because they love to fuck you on good fights and Joshua seems to be a bit of a ducker. Well, punters and dribblers. So now we're waiting for Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua, is a, he ducks, right? But the problem is that Wilder's got a rematch clause in his contract, which he will almost certainly trigger. So Wilder 3 is way more likely than Joshua. Fury. And no one... I couldn't get... Fury won the first fight. I know. It shouldn't... It's 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 2-0. Yeah. And boxing, man, it's just like, this was a great fight. This was huge. Fury... Wilder should just go and chill for a little bit and Fury should go and fight Anthony Joshua as quick as possible. And Joshua's got two... uh, Mandatory... Mandatory... uh, Defenses. Defenses. And you sort of want it to be a unification bout, right? hundred percent, you do. So it's just it's boxing, bro. There's too many diff. There's too many belts, bro. Yeah, there's too many too many uh, organizations. Yeah, yeah, and there's fucking too many. Fucking. Like it's ridiculous. Anyway, so that's what you get. The chances of us getting the fight we want and deserve, I might add, yeah. could be years away. And it'll be like Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao, where you end up getting it when they're like 85 years old and no one really gives a fuck, even though it was the highest fucking downloaded fight of all time um lesser known was the ufc that was on yesterday i'm sure you didn't watch that Eddie. you were probably asleep paul felder and kiwi dan hangman hooker now that was a fight motherfuckers oh my god yeah didn't watch it no just two featherweight brawlers sorry not featherweight featherweight not featherweight lightweight 155 just beat the fuck out of each other kiwi aotearoa dan hangman hooker Chur bro, got it done very close. Um, but I just wanted to give a little shout out to our Kiwi brother. To a Kiwi brother, yeah, sure. I'm happy. To, I'm happy with that. And the the win basically over Felder means that he like his next fight will be against like a top five motherfucker, a Justin Gagey, a Dustin Poirier of that nature. Hearing a lot of whispers about McGregor Gagey, hearing that's that one. Yeah, is that's also, the fight. Did we talk about that McGregor video? That dropped online. No, we didn't. But did it's that happen last week, or is it? It wasn't last week. So has it? Did we miss it? Well, at the P's and D's. There was a, a, a McGregor video that dropped. Um, McGregor didn't drop it. That's for no, sure. No. Well, the crackhead who was in it probably did. It's basically her filming him in bed. Yeah. Uh, she's in her like bikini and shit and like bra and panties. Yeah, yeah. He is asleep in bed. And now, it, look, doesn't, it's, it doesn't look like his house. Look, it looks like he's in a crack yes. crackhead's bed. Now, I've read, I've read some... If it is him, if it's not, it's someone who's got his exact same I read tattoos. some things from the from Dribblers Online saying that the tattoos are on the wrong arm and stuff, but that's not true because that's the, reverse. the camera mirrors it. Yeah. Right? So it's actually correct. <laughs> yeah. Looks a fuckload like him. It is him. It's definitely him. And an astute punter dribbler... Thomas Pace, friend of the show, pointed out that the song playing isn't that old. And I'm not surprised that Pace noticed that. He's a very intelligent gentleman. Yes, he is. Very intelligent. Now, that proves... That he's a piglet. That he's a piglet (laughs) who can't be helped. He is a... (laughs) He is an absolute piglet. Um, and Which shouldn't surprise anyone. That doesn't surprise anyone. Did we want to believe that he turned a leaf? Is this potentially post-leaf turning... Or pre-leaf turning, post-leaf turning, yeah. we don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. But that crackhead in the video was... Look, all I'm going to say is if you're Conor McGregor, you can do better than that. If you're going to be a piglet, 
you know. Yeah. You can do better than that. Yeah, yeah. She was a crackhead. But he that might be his flavor. That's true. Because we don't know him personally. Everyone's got a taste. Yeah. I mean, some some of you dribblers love feet. Love them. So we can't get enough can't of Can't get enough of feet. You're, you're Zampers of the world. Yeah. But some of you may be like crackheads. Like Connor. Like Connor. Who knows? You know what? And, and I'm not going to judge you for it, but I am going to ask the question. Is there not a better crackhead that you could potentially do crack with, allegedly? <laughs> look... Not questions we can solve or no. answer right now. No. Not without Connor. But look, if he wants to come on and explain himself, that's fine. We'll talk it out over a proper 12. Not a problem. A couple of bottles. Done it before. And look, if we have to have crack with you to sort of get it out of you, sure. Not a problem. Not a problem. Anything for the podcast and for you. Any, hey, it's content. Yeah. So yeah, we'll do crack with so you. You're the pun of the dribbler. So you're the pun of the dribbler. Content to plenty. We will do crack with you, Connor McGregor, if you're into it. And you want to come on. And you want to come on the podcast and bring that crackhead if that's you know gonna be the deal sweetener <laughs> that seals the deal all right bring her on bring her on if she can can she get the crack bring on your fetish because i don't know how to get crack so what i mean at least we need to have someone who can do it bring your us. fetish on okay as long as she's got crack eddie i was alarmed to read that um friend of the show mac horton friend of the country more than friend of the show well an olympic gold medalist olympic Tom. gold medalist and if uh, you've won if you've won gold for the nation you're a friend of the nation yes that's true yes and also he is um you know a, a bastion of clean sport would that be fair to say very fair a beacon of uh, light in dark trouble a light times. in dark trouble times uh, uh you know a, a beacon of doing it fair play ying to sung's yang yes love that Eddie. he's a yin to sung's yang in a big way so as you may know punters dribblers mac horton took a stand at i don't know if it was like the commonwealth games or something world champs world like champs deal whatever, deal that uh the swimming and he basically refused to stand on the dais with Sun Yang because the dirty morgue mouth Sun Yang, uh, you know, riddled with morgue, riddled mouth. with uh, performance enhancing uh, substances. Allegedly, that is purely alleged, but I believe it's being looked into heavily. Well, look, we've, we've, there's been a podcast dedicated to, to it. That. Go back so and find go it. back and find that if you want. But Sun Yang. Uh, also smashed vials of his own blood to try and hide it. Yes. Mac Horton, not too keen about that as a direct competitor. So boycotted Sun Yang when he was winning shit at the World Champs. Yeah. Now, as an Australian, I'm proud of Mac. You proud of Mac? Proud of Mac. Proud friend of, Mac. of the nation. Friend of the nation, friend of the show, friend of yours, friend of mine, friend of the punter and the dribbler. Yeah. So this, uh, you can imagine my surprise, Eddie, and my disgust as I saw on news.com.au a story uh, of how Mac Horton's school has turned their back on him his former high school I'm just going to do a bit of reading here for the punter and dribbler so strap yourselves in dig deep Aussie Olympic swimmer Mac Horton has been denied the honour of having a $25 million aquatic centre named after him at Caulfield Grammar after the Melbourne school reportedly opted to preserve its commercial interests with China what interest? I don't know what's, what what interest here. The age It's from the age that has reported it, but it's on news.com. So the age has said that Horton's High School quietly backtracked on plans of having a centre named after the Rio gold medalist who, was a long, who has a long ongoing feud with Chinese swimmer Sun Yang over the doping scandal. Horton, if you check his hand, blah, 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 blah. 
Mac and his family have a strong relationship with the school, a spokesman for Caulfield Grammar said. They continue to be valued and integral members of our community. But we decided against honouring Mac because of their... i tell you what it'd be. They want Chinese students. So there's no commercial agreement. That that, is, that would be their commercial interests. Yeah, not, but not an agreement. agreement. No, not agreement. I think Which is misleading. I think it's a commercial interest. I did say interest. Yes. Not agreement. No. So not you a, misread. Yeah, you know, did I say interest? Or, I think I said interest. I thought you said agreement. Preserve its commercial interest with China. There you go. Chinese students. Chinese kids. Chinese kids love Sun Yang. But and I... hate Mac Horton if you check out Mac Horton's Instagram comments. But do Chinese students living in Australia hate him, hate Mac Horton? Well, we went to school where there were Chinese kids, like from, yeah. you know, like very Chinese, not Chinese Australian. They were like borders Chinese, though, Chinese. but they were borders. Well, that's what fucking I'm assuming it is here is they're going Chinese students right. coming to Australia, you know, to study. Is that, is that honestly, is that going to turn kids away? Well, it might turn... Calling out a an alleged drug cheater for doing exactly that. Like, he... China hate Mac Horton. I swear to God, if Mac Horton but went to China, trolls, they'd murder him. But do trolls hate him? Like, how... Mac how... Horton's Instagram is the... Like, is hilarious. If you have time, Punish Dribblers, just go and look through his photos. The Every photo, they attack him? The sort of broken English slash Chinese uh, sort of trolling that goes on is phenomenal like but every hating. photo well I don't know I haven't been on Max IG for a while he's not exactly Are you a charisma machine <laughs> that I'm interested in looking into as much as my point is yes during the scandal he was getting attacked well let's check it if he's not getting attacked now, now I think it's a much ado about nothing a bit of hullabaloo I think it's hullabaloo okay well let's check let's it let's check it let's check it Mac Horton Instagram let's check if this hullabaloo is hullabaloo if they're still cracking on, I get it. Look, I'm not saying it's an excuse. 73,000 followers from Mac. That's a very Mac Horton number. Yeah, as in it's that's probably about right. It's about right. Yeah, in fact, he might be doing well. <laughs> but a lot of those followers could be off the back of the hate. Oh, no, they're still going for it. <laughs> the smell of tube. Okay, so so he's this is the photo he's put up. It's him on a scooter with his missus. But you, you don't see. Oh, two photos. Yeah, it's like him taking a corner. You don't really see him. And he said, blue skies and two strokes for the Saturday runaround. Hello, Mr. Mac. Why are my Chinese neighbors so rude? Please help, sir. Someone's just gone. This one's just gone. Xin Shen 5595 just has poo poo pill, poo pill, poo pill emoji. <laughs> you must be breakup or divorce with your girlfriend. Athletes shouldn't be on motorbikes. Well, no, that's not one. That was his most two comments. One. That was two days ago. Two comments. Okay. Well, is then. that enough to to right. look at this? Rude fingers. Shit. 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 Drug test. Australian flag. Fire. Fire. Chinese. Look at all the Chinese writing in here that we don't understand. They call him a snake. <laughs> okay. So there's a lot of hate for Matt. There's a shitload. And the other thing that we're forgetting about. As soon as they proposed to call it the Mac Horton Swimming Centre of Excellence, assuming that's what that's what it was called. Yes. <laughs> Probably uh, was. There's obviously been a lot of um, kickback. Yes. 
Blowback from China. Blowback, but from the community. Well, there could have even been Chinese students there who've gone, I refuse to swim, swim. in that pool. Mm. Does it then become about going, well, no swimming for you? Well, but what if they're going, listen, we say get 300 but why Chinese they, but, students every year. But they must get more Chinese students than... No, they must just get a nice chunk of... Like, they probably, like, charge a little bit extra, you know? Bit of, you know, bit off the top for <laughs> yeah, international yeah. students. Double the double. Yeah, double for Chinese yeah. students. Well, not just Chinese, but maybe they have fair whack of Chinese kids, right? Yeah. Might have some... It's gonna, it's, it must be a fair whack. It must be. They probably do have to pay more. Because to backtrack... On Mac. On Mac. Right. When you've promised him a swimming centre of excellence. Yeah. If a $25 million swimming centre. On the back of, of his Rio glory. Yeah. And and standing up for what's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fighting darkness with light. Yeah. We could go on and on. We could go on and on. But I won't <laughs> for fear of it running into... The, the, the month. The, podcast <laughs> the wee hours. Uh, I think that to turn your back on Mac... Right. Would be slack. Is. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. So Caulfield Grammar School can go and get fucked as yeah. far as you, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You pull your heads in. What do you stand for? Mate? Dribblers, do they have an Instagram? Oi. Let's check if Caulfield Grammar have an Instagram and we start trolling them the way yeah. the Chinese are trolling Mac. Can I you know that's, that's what I want to What's that know. famous saying? Uh bad men prosper when good men do nothing. Oh uh, yeah, something like that. I don't know what it is. No, but it's something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's like, what's happening or is here. It, is it, no, it's like it's like evil prosper when like, good people sit around and do... Do nothing. <laughs> when they should be doing something. When they should be doing more than nothing. <laughs> Caulfield Grammar School. Let's check if they've got an Instagram. But my point, Tom, is that... <laughs> what is it? <laughs> is that they are letting evil... Triumph. Triumph. And by evil, I'm not saying Chinese people. No. I'm saying doping. Sun Yang. Yeah. Sun Yang <laughs> is winning. Found him. Oh. Six hours ago, Caulfield Grammar School, who we now follow on Instagram and are about to troll <laughs> pending what they've just said here, uh, have just come out with a statement six hours ago based on this Mac Horton story. Fuck, you got to do your Dior and punters dribblers. Caulfield Grammar School has moved today to correct inaccurate reporting on its new swimming facility, the Caulfield Aquatic Centre. Don't like it. Nah. An article published in the nine newspapers on Sunday and subsequent reports incorrectly assert that the school has taken a decision not to name the Caulfield Campus Aquatic Centre after former student and Olympic champion Mac Horton. The school has not started a process for naming the facility after any individual or decided at this time if it will be named after any individual. Our principal, Ashley Martin, not Ashley and Martin, the hair regrowth centre. This is Ashley Martin. That's what the hair regrowth is, Ashley Martin. Ashley and Martin. Is it? Yes. Are you sure? Yeah, Ashley and Martin. How do you know? Oh, because I fucking get it, mate. (laughs) Come on. We're gifted follically punishable. Let's not even pretend. Our principal, Ashley and Martin, has been in regular contact with the Horton family over the weekend to reiterate the school's gratitude for their long association and ongoing involvement in the school. We appreciate people's interest in the matter. More information. Why are they reaching out to Mark? Sorry, but you've got... Don't backtrack. You've got one Olympian from your school... And he's won a gold, and you're not going to name it. Uh, we don't know who we're going to name it after. Why are you? 
don't backtrack on Mac. There you go. Someone's already left a comment. Blood money over achievement. Just going to... What do we say? Don't backtrack on Mac. Mac. <laughs> That'd be slack. That'd be slack. Oi, at Caulfield Grammar School. Don't be slack and backtrack. <laughs> on Mac. Mac. Sun Yang is a dirty drug cheat. You get the Chinese onto us here. Allegedly. Come at us, China. <laughs> Boost our following. Boost our followers. Um, and then I'll tag Mac Horton. Complete another dribble. Look, this is pending, punters, dribblers. We'll keep you posted. But I think it's fair to say that punter power, always important. Yeah. So Caulfield is C-A-U-L-F-I-E-L-D-G-S is their Instagram handle. So if you want to go there and light them up. Light them up. And get around Mac. Get around Mac. Because they've been slack to Mac and he is their, he's an Olympic champion. Who else are they going to name it after? What is it? Who else have you got? Tell me who you got. I'd love to know who else famous has gone to Caulfield Grammar School. I have an Olympic swimming level. What other Olympic level swimmer has gone to that school? Who the fuck else do you name on an aquatic center after? Makes no sense. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month. And if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? 
because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's a t- it's it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code manly, you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like... Let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Unless they want to call it the Sun Yang Center of Excellence. What I will say is that I think that maybe the Don came down and through osmosis. What? Into you? Into me. Oh, fuck off. Well, I'm just saying because no. I now average 188. Yeah, in Division 6. Yeah, mate. but I'm saying that the Don... The Don doesn't fuck around yeah, down there, the, mate. You know, he the, fucks around the Ashes. Yeah, but the he Don, doesn't care the about Don's Division 6. The Don's never played 2020, so he's sort of thinking like, shit, you know what? I always had to play professionally, and I never got to play 2020. Fuck that Div 5, Thick Ropes County, looks like the business. Who do I choose? Who in my image, much like God creating Jesus in his image and all of us, the Don's gone, I think... I think Tom's the one that I'm taking. I'm, you know, through osmosis, I'm going to enter. Because, I mean, you know, it was, I felt it. I felt something different. But the Don, he doesn't fuck around with Div 5, you know what I mean? But I'm saying maybe he does because he wants that social life. But based on previous cases proven of osmosis, it's always been around the tippy top. It's been about the best opposition and... yes. And you just haven't provided that. No, but I'm just thinking, just in terms of what I'm feeling. Like, even at the start of the day... What did you average when you first started? Why was he anti-Osmosis in... I'm saying he's only entered me this season. I'm saying, right, like, it's probably he's entered me recently. (laughs) I felt... I think I felt him enter me recently. Look, it's up for debate. It's up for debate. Look, I mean, we'll just see how we go in the next couple of weeks. Because right now, like, I'm, if you win the comp, then well, we can I talk no, Osmosis. I haven't got out. If we can win the comp. Three weeks. If you win the comp, we'll talk Osmosis. You should have seen it? Huntsman was in. It was in our bedroom the other day, and I'm not one for killing spiders because I think I will try and put a glass over them, rescue them, and place them back into the the garden. You know what I mean? Huntsman's, you're all good. Pre but, or post baby? Has that changed your opinion on? Well, on there where- was a baby in the room. And it was kind of near where her bed was. This was game day. This has just come back to me, punters, dribblers. <laughs> and you know with a huntsman, if you're going to kill it, you have one shot. If you don't hit it... They, could, they move. They move quick. They can jump. They can jump, but they'll run... At least home. what I've seen on the internet. Well, I mean, you've probably, living in Australia, seen enough huntsmans to know what they do. You know how huntsmans move, you know what I mean? Quickly. But quickly. Laterally. Laterally, uh, in any direction except for like literally straight up. Do you know what I mean? But they're on a wall, so don't worry about it. But you've got one shot here, and I was like, okay, I've got to... Unfortunately, I have to kill this thing. Would you go with? Shoe. What type of shoe, though? Adidas fucking... What are those shoes that we're both... I wearing? often like the flexibility and the, and the, the range the, and the snappiness yeah. of a thong. 100%. But it was it's it was a situation of what is closest to me. But you're right, a thong is. But when but when you've got one shot, 
to make it one opportunity yeah. not to let it slip to capture everything you ever wanted in one <laughs> moment <laughs> then I'll look for a thong you, but you don't have time mate I'm and in the my bullshit room. they sit there bro yeah but I don't want to they run the fuck risk around. no you don't know. but this thing did because it came into our vision as it's walked into the into, into shot and I've gone ooh fuck and he was a big boy game day osmosis spider on the wall one shot one opportunity to capture everything I wanted <laughs> Not to let it slip. <laughs> and so I picked up my shoe and I'm creeping up to it. And you I'm, couldn't creep if your life depended well, on it. Well, and especially not up to a spider. Spiders are very well aware of creeping. And you're not creepy. And I'm not. I'm not well, you are. Yeah, I'm creepy in some you're way. You're creepy when your shirt's off. <laughs> and look, basically I've middled it. I've middled the spider, splattered him all over the wall. And I'm just saying that from that moment on, I was like, I'm on here. I'm on to Is that the moment the Don entered you? I think, think? that might have been the, the moment that I felt the Don enter me. Uh, now, you lost to the Wood Ducks. The yep. Wood Cucks? Is it the Wood Cucks or the Wood Ducks? Is it Wood Cucks? Wood Cucks, Wood yes. Cucks. Now, the, the, we, I felt like we unnecessarily blasted the Wood Cucks, didn't we? But then... They turned out to be good guys, but then now they're talking shit online again. So we are, in fact, were you correct? Maybe in your assertion. Well, it's it just seems like a backtrack after so much nice progress like, was made. Yeah, there was a lot of progress made, and then the cucks came out and were like, "Fucking!" They said they bagged you guys, the slippery bucks. Obviously, the show, you know, the the Oz tag team of the podcast. Mm. They bagged you guys after winning the final, but they beat you in the semis. Yes. So, surprising from the Woodcucks. Very surprising from the Cucks. Not sure what that was about. I think they rate you guys like as a team, and I think they're sort of... Well, they know we've won. We're, we're you know... Two-time dip two, 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 champions. Two, so they right. know, yeah. That's right. They know you're look, dipping at their heels. Look, I thought we'd made progress, Tom. I yeah. thought we had. Didn't they come up and say they were good blokes? Yeah. So, Which, it, you know, these it's comments, really good these when you comments, sing your own. These comments hurt. Yeah. They hurt. Surprising from the, from the Cucks there. Interesting. They did win the comp, so I suppose... Well, you've you got to congratulate them on that. You could argue that they can say whatever they want as champions. Of course they can. But it doesn't mean it wasn't disappointing. Well, it certainly doesn't. After well all the progress that had been that made. That had been made and sort of the goodwill between the Bucks and the Cucks. Yeah. And then now it's like, <laughs> it's is all that all gone? Yeah, it seems like it's, a, it's evaporated. It's evaporated? <laughs> Shit. It feels like it has. Didn't take long. No, it didn't. And that's the, that's... That's what happens at the tippy top. Yeah, that's it. It's ruthless up there. At Centennial Park, Division 1 Oztag yeah. is... What is a woodcock? Uh, it's... Look, that's a good question. You know what I mean? It's a, it's, I'd never even heard of it. No. A woodcock. I'm not going to Google it either because I don't care, but I'm just amusing it in my mind, you know? Anyway, you've got to congratulate the cucks though on a win. Div 1 champs. Yeah, congratulations. You'll get that. But just disappointed. I mean, look, there are some other things here. Favol is addicted to Uber Eats, but I feel like we spent a lot of time talking about food at the start of the podcast. I feel like that might be indulgent, Eddie, for us to... I really just want to give him a shout-out. Yeah, it's a shout-out. It's a shout-out to it's a, a friend of the show, yeah. Brennan Favola. Yeah, Fev. Big Fev? Big Fev. Who loves a, a schooner. Loves a schooner and loves uh, Uber Eats. I think we can. I think that does actually resonate with the punters and the dribblers in terms of a 35 Can I say dollar. something, though? Can I say something? Now, if Big Fev, right, has made a shitload of coin in his career, and I don't he, know if no, he has. He's blown a lot of it. He had a he had a quite a well-documented gambling problem. Let's just say he's got some money squirreled away. Yeah. Is four meals a day 
for a big fella like him is only one more than the average, and one of them may well be a snack. Yeah. If you could afford it, four meals a day. I don't think it's a problem. I don't think it's a problem. No, I it's, think, it's it's what he's ordering. It's what he's ordering, but I think... It, but 108 different restaurants no, implies... No, no, I think it was 500, wasn't it? I think it was 100 and something. Oh, anyway, was, Dior. Yeah, whatever. The number suggested variety. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fev's like a spice of life guy. Yes. So I'm sitting here thinking to myself, what's the time frame on this? Two years. 38 grand. You probably spent 38 grand on food in two years, wouldn't you? Yes. Just going to the shops. That's true. And he does have a family of a wife and I think four daughters. So I is he just eating for himself or is he ordering for the family? That's, That's right. probably very easy. And I think he's on breakfast radio, so he's probably making some money. I think, they're, I think they've, they've hammed this up. Well, I think it might even be an ad for Uber Eats. Could be. Smart, intelligent stuff. Yeah. Now, if Uber Eats want to come on board us and we can document every Sunday's bouncing, we'd love to. If they want to give us a page on Uber Eats where we provide the P and the D with us, our favourite selection so, of, 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 the week? of bounced cuisine, yes, happy to do it because that will move that product. Will, that will move product. The product will move. And if it means that we've got to like you know have maybe some riders drive a little bit further than the allotted space, I think that's fair because we'll be moving product. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like I'm going to need you to drive from Mossman to Bondi or Bondi to Mossman. Look, listen to this. I'll, I'll give you the hottest tip in town a, <laughs> a bounce P or D will pay extra for delivery that's a fact because yes. I used to do it with KFC <laughs> I would happily pay a $9 delivery fee not a problem it's tried and tested so wait if you're not near the place you, like pay, you not can pay extra your, really well I mean it's you possible just, you just push them forward so you basically just go look no, no, up, that's the, or is the, it a feature of the app the feature of the app for Deliveroo Bondi Junction yeah or Randwick was like a $9 delivery pay fee I don't know if that's like Sydney wide but it was for me and I right. paid it every time not a problem <laughs> and I'm just saying if we have got a a, tea, a tab on Uber Eats of bounced cuisine for yes. the P and the D yes I think that if you live in a certain range maybe you pay extra if you're fucking up the train line or something yeah you or, know, you're, you, or you're interstate I don't you know want Indian Home Diner yeah it delivered into state. Delivered into state. You're going to have to agree, come to an agreement. There's postage. <laughs> Look, Express. it's Well, this is my point. It's possible. Okay. And it's been done before. It's been done before. Uh, you are living the, proof. Uh, living proof. Interesting. Well, very smart from Uber Eats there because that's if you crunch the numbers, Fev's actually just feeding his family over two years. But, and, hey, and with a really nice variety of and meals. D- look, don't... Judge a book by its cover, punters and dribblers. And Big Fev, unfairly maligned here, yeah, I think. Very unfairly. Anyway, I think it's time for us to go dribble dribbles, Eddie, because I feel like this show has gone on. Uh, punters and dribblers, if you can if you if you're wondering to yourself why has it been all dribble this show, it's because there's no sport on. It's February. It's February. This is what we do in February. We yeah. dribble for the We dribble for, for basically uh, twenty eight days. Now Douglas whom let me get him up. Friend of the show. Who? I'll tell you. Uh, also, London Curry Club, uh, please reach out to Joe McComb, friend of the show, uh, a dribbler abroad, lives in London. Needs help. Needs help. He needs to get... He, he, is, he needs desperate. He needs curry real bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen a man more... In need of curry. Oh. But also, um, you will never... I'll tell you one thing you'll, you won't regret. Getting Joe McComb in that curry club. Oh, yeah. He's One a, of the great men. He's, a, he's, he's a, hilarious. Yeah. And loves curry. 
And Curry Club's need characters. You need. Trust me, he'll be club. He'll be Curry Club president, or you now, know, he'll take the minutes. Dougal Hume. I'll say it's Hume. 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 French. Uh, it's a hard one to pronounce. Doug here. Big cheers to you and your podcast. So the only thing getting me through the grueling hours of gardening and mowing that I've been doing a lot of recently, which is boring as fuck. This podcast almost built for the landscapers of this world. The tradie, you know, the workers. Yeah, blue-collar stuff. Yeah. So after hearing all your yarns about Luttrell and his his series of fucking issues recently, I couldn't help but notice a video slide across my Facebook. It's fair to say he's had a big off-season on the feeds. Is this a body worth the million-dollar price tag or even the prize number one jersey? Surely the big mover won't still have to toe that he used to have. Won't have the toe that he used to have. Any thoughts? Uh, look, and um, that's a screenshot of the video. Oh, I mean, look, that's not fair, but he does have a bit of a tum there. But I mean, like, look, if you're asking, is Latrell going to struggle this season because he's got a belly? He uh, had that belly last year. He had a belly. He's always been a bit bigger. He's always been yeah. a bit of a big boy. He's still only young as well. Though, Twenty-two. Right? Twenty-two, and it's like you still aren't necessarily filling out into your. F- adult throbbing body at 22 like no. I'm prepared to cut him some slack for having a bit of and that is puppy fat and that's all it is it's not like out of shape human being there it's like he's got some it's puppy a, fat on it's a boy who's enjoyed a stressful off season yes exactly and you know he might have had tried a to of, enjoy a stressful tried to have a couple he might have had a couple of Uber Eats because he doesn't want to leave the house he's got fucking psycho journos and newspapers hounding him I think that Latrell could go Biblical this year. Yes. If he puts his back into if it. If he puts his back into it. That's the only thing. If no one wants to now, put his back into it. You're a mower and a gardener, it would seem, or you've been doing it. You know that you get strong results if you put your back into it. Mm-hmm. If you go around there limp, then you can slip a disc and the garden looks like shit. The garden looks no like good. shit. And, and, and the tulips get, are fucked. And then you get fired. But if you put your back into it, Doug, and you go to the big lift, anything's possible, mate. Yeah. And I reckon that's what Latrell... Latrell goes big, lifts big, he'll go... He'll go big. He'll go big. I tell you who's looking hot to trot, physically speaking. That's Jimmy the Jet Roberts. Looked looked really good the other night. And seeing him shirtless, Eddie, which is the only metric by which I'll judge an athlete in terms of... uh, I don't know, we've just spoken about Latrell. Latrell's a puppy fat young boy, but if you're looking at Jimmy the Jet shirtless right now, I like what I saw out of Addo Carr as well. Addo when he lifted Carr, that shirt yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really strong. Really beautiful. And no beautiful way, body. Beautiful stuff. Really nice. Yeah, an effortless six pack. Really. Yeah, but like sturdy. Oh, it's sick. Strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why when I when he got his shirt up and, and showed me what he was working with, that's it's at that point that I realized why he's such a strong trucker of the nut. Yes. Because he's solid. Because he's solid as he's, rock. He might be thin and fast, but he's solid. Solid as, as a rock. Fuck. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now are we are we saying the exact opposite of, of what we just of, said about Latrell? Hundred <laughs> percent. But does that make any difference to the point we're making now? No. No, it doesn't. What I'm saying is that Latrell's got some puppy fat. He's also only 22. And if he lifts big, he can go big. He can go big and or be big. But they're different body types. Latrell's mm. never going to have an autocast six pack. No what? He's never going to have a beard. Look no. at his facial hair. He's the youngest guy in the world. Mm. He's the youngest man that's ever played rugby league, and he's 22. How does that work? It just it just does. Some things are better left unknown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
So, Mr. Holm, uh, I would say Trell's going big. <laughs> to answer your question. Thanks yes. for reaching out. Yeah, thank you for reaching out. Now it's time for some audio dribbler dribbles. Uh, lots, lots of them. <clears throat> hey, boys. Paddle again. Just ringing back to apologise for my disgraceful phone reception line. Down Rose Bay, Clima Road, doing a bit tough. Uh, yeah, just want to apologise. Cheers, boys. Be soon. Yes, I'm driving, driving to uh, LMS uh, at Moore Park. Hopefully we get a win. Better than the Thick Roots County. Anyway, cheers. Fuck you, Pato. We just got a win, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> Look, is he, if he's calling to say that he didn't have reception because he was at Pluma getting tar gravy, I'm allowed. Yeah, allow yeah, that. no, he was calling to apologise for his previous uh, voicemail, which was horse shit, I think, a week ago. Anyway, uh, next one. Boy, you guys right here. Just, uh, just had a listen to the latest podcast, Hell of a Show. Hell of a Show. But uh, just on the old business and Bathurst, uh, as a 10-year veteran of the mountains of Panorama, Mount Panorama, um, let me tell you, the police are throwing shit up the, on each other up the hill, and that shit will continue to get thrown. Some of those fuckers would happily watch Hot Wheels cars go around the track. There is more rum and coke consumed per capita on that mountain in West Australia at any time of year. And leaving the mountain won't change Bathurst. And anyway, as a true forward man, I'm so glad to see the end of the fucking Commodore. Anyway, something to think about. Be soon. Think that was Ironside? <laughs> Confirming that poo will continue to be thrown on top of the mountain. Yes, and that's nice. Basically saying that Ford supporters prepared to throw it at each other. Yeah, yeah, well, they might have to pick up the slack where, you know, it was predominantly a Ford v. Holden poo throwing competition. (laughs) Now Now, they're going in-house. Now it's an (laughs) intra-club tournament. (laughs) Sure. Great, great. More dribble. (laughs) G'day, um, Punters Dribblers. G'day, uh, Tom and Eddie, Hitman here. Now, um, don't really need to um, call Dribble Hotline for every thought bubble I have. But then again, I, I actually do, because that's what it's for. Um, went on a bit of a Wikipedia rabbit hole last week following Eddie's very conversational use of the, uh, of the word Fantasia. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it got deep in there. Um, about about ten minutes in, I still didn't have many answers. Um, and what I came to learn was, although it was very uh, conversational and you know very casual, um, the, the use of the word that Eddie had used um, to describe a condition where one has a lack of imagination or mind's eye, if you will, um, what I ended up. Uh, finding was that he actually said it wrong, and it's aphantasia. Okay. Uh, capital A, PH. So not Fantasia <laughs> like that weird Mickey Mouse musical <laughs> documentary we all watch as kids. Anyway, uh, enough about that. It does exist. Very uh, impressive, Eddie, even though you got it wrong. But well, I don't think that's wrong, wrong. And this might be a very offensive title, but who do you reckon in the NRL has the worst case of aphantasia. <laughs> like, 
It would be so offensive to be told you have that, but, like, really, who is the least creative footballer currently playing the game or or a former footballer? Either way, who, who do you reckon, if they weren't told to run forward and run into someone, um, just just wouldn't know what to do with themselves? Like, is, is there anyone who just actually is not a genius? Like, Lockie... Joey, not very smart people, but geniuses. Is there anyone who's just not? Who has aphantasia in the NRL? Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> Thank you, Hitman. <laughs> oh, one of those days. One of those days. Great <laughs> drill, great question. <laughs> Thrown me a bit. Yes, absolutely thrown <laughs> thrown me. Least imaginative. Two-dimensional footballer. Two-dimensional footballer. I mean, do you think it's best to go with playmakers who are meant to be imaginative? Because obviously forwards are dumb. Yeah, big, yeah. Like big fucking yeah, yeah. truckers are dumb, right? Yeah. Like they're not doing mm. shit. But your playmakers... Who are supposed to have imagination. Imagination, but clearly don't. don't. Yeah. Now, I don't want to say Jeff Robson, <laughs> former player, but I, I have... Um, Nathan Cleary? Well, <laughs> Nathan... <laughs> I'd say it's like a battle between Nathan Cleary and Luke Brooks for, like, aphantasia. Yeah. Where you're like... And also, I think if you speak to Luke Brooks... Now, from all reports, a great man. Mm. Lovely fella. <laughs> loves his club, loves yeah. his teammates. Like, yeah. real good clubman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But certainly lacking the mind's eye. <laughs> Might have been born without it. Well, they are. They are born without <laughs> it. Sorry, that's that the is the, that's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what it is. So Luke and uh, I think Luke probably worse than Nath. Chad Townsend, the only player to have won a comp with Aphantasia? Yes, I think he's the first player, first and only player uh, riddled with Aphantasia <laughs> to... <laughs> to take a comp. Um, that's probably all I could think of. I mean, look, some would say that Mitch Pierce has aphantasia and he managed to Only in ring. September. September aphantasia. So his is sort of like seasonally it's induced. So seasonally induced aphantasia. Well, he's also... Which is uh, maybe to do with pollen in the air. That's true. It could be. It's spring around that time. Yeah. Maybe his is a, a pollen-induced aphantasia. <laughs> And the Queenslanders got wind of that and poured and, you know, pollen in his water bottle during something Origin. Something like that, or just fanned it out into the stadium every Origin. <laughs> Look, possible. Possible. Okay, so I think right now we've if got you- <laughs> Luke Brooks, Nathan Cleary, Mitch Pierce, Chad Townsend. Chad Townsend. Chad probably Chad the great highest achieving. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can high, you can high, you can Are achieve high achieving aphantasia sufferers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And Chad would be the number one, I think. I think so. Now, there's plenty of others. There are plenty of others. If you can think of some. Please send them in. Please send them in uh, and it, it, with with a note yeah. as to why you think they may suffer. Because obviously no one, to my knowledge, diagnosed officially. At least with those it. records aren't known. Now, we'll also, if you go to the dribbler, the punters and dribblers page, you can leave them in there and we'll read them out next week if you've got some funny ones. Or you can leave it on the dribbler hotline if you want. Because you've got to give us a reason as to why your player... 
is an aphantasia sufferer, why you believe it and we'll diagnose it for you. But very I love good. that from very, Hitman. Very, very, that very, was great. very good question. That was fantastic. Thank you to the Hitman. Um, <laughs> fuck, we've got a few more dribbles to get through here. Punters and dribblers, punters and dribblers. I know I sound like a young John Laws, if you will. Two pieces of advice. I feel as though I need to make an apology Hunters and dribblers, and in particular, the uh, of Seven Green Centennial Park fame. Unfortunately, fifth grade dribbler, fifth grade dribbler who got the championship, who got the chocolates, who got the pickies tonight. But unfortunately, I have a subordinate who was a wood duck. And I said to Sid Wood Duck, I said, there's these blokes called the Wood, there's these blokes called the Bucks. Sound like a good bunch of roosters, good bunch of roosters, and I said the wood ducks, you guys are genuine punishment, and the bucks are going <laughs> to roll you. Unfortunately, I tipped them off, and all of a sudden, you've got turbo to disco, you've got fucking disco biscuits, you've got clipping lines running, <laughs> and you've lost the semi-final. All I'll say is this: I do apologise, but look. I am the president, the prime minister, the the power plot, the Robert Mugabe of the Royal Raccoons Club, or the Pundas Club. There is a lot of pistol pit about me. Where is the gold? I do apologise, but the Wood Dog, the Wood Ducks, the Wood Ducks have got their championship. God bless you. God speed. And remember. Soon. <laughs> the guys of Royal Records. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy uh, oh. shit! <laughs> I don't know if you could follow that punters dribblers, but that was. There's some in the air in February. There mate. is. Man, everyone's <laughs> lost the plot, us included, your fearless leaders included. Because I don't know what the fuck that was about. I know it was wood duck, wood cut, bucks related. Yeah, but that's all I've got. That's all I got. He sounded Kiwi. I will also pick he up on that. He did sound Kiwi. He, look, if you could make sense of that, you're doing better than me. I, I But I like, like it was enthusiastic. It kind of didn't stop. It just started and he just charged. Didn't sound like he through. took a breath. No, he didn't take a breath the whole way no, through. He, didn't. There. It was he just, just he just banged he it just out. Banged it out. Stream of consciousness. <laughs> yeah. Just saying, every pistol Pete, where's the gold? Fucking He like, might have been dreaming. <laughs> Sleep talking. Sleep talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's what was happening. We got our first sleep talk. Sleep dribble. Sleep dribble. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> that was fucking great. That <laughs> <laughs> was right. a first for everything. There is a first for everything. We're constantly fucking raising the bar. 
<laughs> all right, what do we got now? <laughs> G'day to all the uh, punters. <laughs> Dribblers out there. Just a uh, South Sydney dribbler. Good Lord. Watching a trailer fullback for the first time. Put a fair bit of lead in my pencil. I'll give you the red hot tip. Just so I know, you've always thought about the great man first hit out number one position. Uh, love to hear you there. Talk about it on the podcast. Be soon. Look, mate, we have actually just covered it, so you're probably hearing this now. Look, your dribbles made it to air, mm. but we've already covered it. Yeah, so it's been be covered. It's silly for us to go. If he lifts it. big, he can go big. That's, Simple. That's it. Simple. Lifts big, goes big. Trell. But needs to lift big. Needs to really lift big if he's going to go big. Now, is this the one that we just listened to? G'day to all the uh, punters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like he's shit in his pants. Such strength. Uh, hey, Weiss. here. Um, just calling up to weigh in heavily on the uh, the box box debate, as was made in the last podcast. Um, just back when I was a young dribbler, I was playing under-10s cricket in my first ever season, uh, chucking the pads on. And I've um, been an embarrassed young dribbler, sent, sent mum to the shops to collect a, uh, a banana hammock for me to, to look after the, the wedding tackle, if you will, for a furious season in the white coming up. Um, and I was wearing this bad boy for the whole season. And I was wondering, just, just wondering why this thing was, was giving me so much gooch protection looking after the, the bottom half of my sack. So well, it, was, it, scooped, it scooped right deep underneath me. And I was like, you know, no complaints. The, the gooch was safe. The gooch is very important um, to a man's life, sitting on it and such. And then I got to the end of the season, last game, and a mate of mine, Kurt Steele, friend of the podcast, shout out to Kurt Steele, um, asked if he could borrow me box because he forgot his. And he, he gives me a, a tap on the shoulder. He said, mate, um, your box, just, just just looking at the shape of it, I think it's a chick's box. And I was like, you can't be serious, mate. I've been wearing chick's box this whole season, have I? And he decided to tell the whole team that I was wearing a, wearing a, wearing a fanny protector for, for, yeah, the better part of a bit of about 13, 14 weeks. Anyway, so chick box, not very effective in protecting a man's sack, but very, very efficient at protecting the gooch. Um, so my stance on the, uh, the box box, uh, that's my input on the, on, on the, the box the box box situation I hope it was, this was informative um, I'm glad that I endured this somewhat a decade ago so I can contribute now anyway, um, that's about all from me cheers um, be soon that was great okay well that's cleared up something, oh, uh, I'm glad that's been cleared up yeah there was actually a dribbler whose name escaped me and shout out to him who went down to the local PCYC I think and rummaged through like netball kits and to, to do Dior he's what do you mean do chicks wear boxes in netball let me get it up for Why the do, yeah. no, let, oh, it might be, look I'll try try and find it the netball kits well base, oh, baseball softball yeah I was going to say I softball was like, surely a box box is not a uh, standard uh, <laughs> Standard, standard attire, kit. standard kit for netball. I mean, I guess a stray knee could go, but like, I never wore a box when I played basketball. Anyone concerned for my testicles will be pleased to know that they have look not made a full recovery. I had four days of uh, having them on ice, and you know, still, if there's like something grazes it in the wrong way, I get sort of aftershocks. You know. They were heavily concussed, the testicles. 
Hasn't been too many studies done, I don't believe, Eddie, into CTE of testes. But no, they're, they're not enough. Not enough. Not enough. As far as, as far as we're concerned, we'd like to sort of champion some sort of research Look, into I CTE, can't, chronic I can't, testicle encephalitis. Or because we get hundreds and thousands of, of inboxes, it's, it's, it's just escaped me. Okay. But there has been a lot of feedback on the box box. So uh, what did this dribbler do? He looked one up online. Yeah. And, I, and he sent in a photo and I said, listen, mate, it's not conclusive enough because you couldn't – the, the photo, the, the angle of the photo didn't tell me what we needed to know. Uh, right? Which is basically – we want to know like the depth of yeah, it sort yeah. of – And I just said, listen, we'll need a bit more Dior. And he goes, I've already got you covered. I went down to the locals because he plays softball and he apparently went and rifled through the box box, the section. box, box section and can confirm it's a lot flatter. Okay. So lots of feedback from the P's and D's. Oh, is this, this the one you hit? The- yeah, that's it. Does he say? Yes. Can confirm, did a further Dior at the baseball club kit and it's shaped like the vagina. Cheers, bruh. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, there you go. No? Uh, Dan Jennings. Shout out, Dan. Thanks for the Dior, bruh. Appreciate it. Might even share that on the old uh, gram if I can be fucked to remember. Um, I think we've got, we're under our final dribbler dribbles, Eddie. It's been a long one. It's been a dribble-filled fucking session. I don't think we've ever had one more full of dribble. No, this is probably the most dribbled podcast ever. So if you're if you're still here, well done. But also, you can sort of take some sort of solace in the fact that you have witnessed the greatest dribble of our time. Mm. Hey, dribblers, um, punters, and dribblers. This is me, Luke Bracy, covering. Uh, yeah, just getting blind, getting rugby league, a skinful, a skinful of rugby league stuff. Um, to the Thick Ropes County, good win today. Also to all the dribblers that are getting into about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, nude soon, bye. <laughs> See? Told Nudes you it would make it happen. Nude soon. Nude soon, baby. Nude soon. Now, there's a few more from this phone number. So, we're just going to have to suss this out. Holy shit. How many? At least three more. Oh, my God. Hi, guys. Just uh, the roads kick on after their first win after, you know, nearly a couple of seasons. There's a few roads not present. That's all good. Don't really mind. We've been listening to fucking nineties and early two thousand bangers. If you're in the background, we got uh, garbage when I go up playing right now. No, I'm not singing this. Fuck uh, big daddy, uh, big daddy's fight song. Anyway, big words from first time, and you're gonna fucking uh, hear, hear the story from fucking the podcast boys. But me, fucking me, you fucking I can't even when the bomb is blowing down. I'm back on the fucking train, and uh, yeah, got 
not much else to say. Just fucking uh, good times, good songs, good wins, and uh, be That was. I don't think I've heard more fucked in my life. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Like <coughs> that is as dribbly as it gets. That was a throes of a thick rope celebration. Says so excused, but dribble it was. Oh, dribble it was. Uh, there's two more here if we dare listen to them. Are they longer? Hey guys, I don't know if you can hear the song in the background, but it's like all saints, something or other. Classic track in the 90s. Maybe the beach. And I'm sure everyone's seen it. It's not a wrong song, but it's like, if you haven't seen the beach, go fuck a march yet. But uh, yeah, yeah. he made a movie I love that Sam has taken time out of this night. <laughs> He's going to go to the boys of Chipotle's to the beach. The beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. But if you haven't watched it... No, you should watch The Beach. He's a... Fuck, it's a great point. It's a great movie. The fact that in that sort of a headspace, he can still be have the wherewithal to really provide some value to the punter and the dribbler there. Yeah, well, that's what exactly what he's doing. He's providing, providing value. value. It's a ripper. It's a fucking cracker of a film. That's actually a really good movie. I might even watch that tonight. Yeah, yeah. The Beach. Leo, post-Titanic, as you said, but still is not like Scorsese, Leo. Correct. Not yet. No. Hey, fellas. Um, I think Greg here calling in. I've doubts myself out when I've got to go to work. Well, what's mine, but it's sort of... never an update on what Rob Cohen's going to watch, which is failure to launch... I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm going to download it now. And uh, it's basically one of the best setups that you get any, any sort of love from Matt McConaughey. It's like Jerry Five. He lives at home with Kathy Bates and Kelly Bradshaw and his parents. And they wanted to move out, but they didn't have the heart to ask him. So they find this woman played by Sex in the City, Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, who specialises in helping uh, guys fall in love and get them to want to move out with them. <laughs> ending one of the great dribbles one of, of the time. great dribble podcasts <laughs> of, well, all time. of all time no <laughs> doubt 
That that may rain for some time. So that, that's going to take some beating. That's, <laughs> this is the biggest dribble we've ever done. Now, when you walk into a podcast, you don't know what to expect. Never. But I certainly could never have predicted the level of just sustained dribble from outset to close. But but on all fronts. All fronts. All fronts. The P's and D's played their role. Oh, absolutely, they did. The, even the, the the things we spoke, the topics we covered, yeah. all dribble. Yeah. You and I are very indulgent with our uh, weekend wrap <laughs> at the start of the podcast. Getting more indulgent. Getting more indulgent every week. <laughs> Again, it's February. It's February. So it makes sense. It makes sense. But I need to take a nap. I'm I'm spent. I need to lay down. I worked all day and this took it out of me. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm flat I'm as a tack. I'm flat as a tack. I'm spent. Now, you will notice if you're watching any of our videos that we uh, have got a trialing a new setup here in the studio. Mm. We've also got the new logo up there. Obviously, we're going to wait for a 1920-1080 uh, full-sized image for the TV. But that's all we had. But that's all we had right now. Um, I didn't mind this setup. I, I don't mind the setup. Dribble inducing. Dribble inducing. Still able to look you in the eye, which is nice. Still able to look the punter and the dribbler in the eye um, when when necessary. Hmm. Um, but I think, Eddie, it's just time for you and me to... I think we've kind of bounced ourselves out Let's here. Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. Let's get some Mongolian lamb. A full <laughs> Mongolian <laughs> lamb. Shout out to the sleep dribble, though. I think that was the highlight <laughs> yeah, for yeah. me. Uh, whoever that was, that Kiwi sleep dribbler. Uh, look. You'll live long. Confirm or deny. Confirm or deny, but you'll live long in my memory. Uh, <laughs> and that of the punter and the dribbler. Um, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.